when we're trying to get the podcast rolling. Speaking of getting it rolling, welcome all you perverts out there, all our listeners. Welcome to Trans Talk for Men, a show where trans attracted men like myself, Eric, and I, my co-host. Oh, that's yeah, me. that's you. Yeah, that's oh, really? you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, we're, right, actually, right. we're rolling. We're rolling. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Chris. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're trans attracted <laughs> uh, men. We're going to be talking about trans related issues, issues as they relate to trans talk, uh, trans attracted men. As I say, trans talking men. Who knows what the fuck I'm talking about right now? I can't even send a link. But uh, Chris, you were telling me something about. Uh, well, actually, it's Pride Month, so that's why we were talking about it and Happy mm-hmm. Pride Month. To everybody out there, you were telling me about uh, a new gay bar that opened up across the way. Uh, yeah, so this new gay bar opened up across the street from my apartment. Mm-hmm. But it's not just any gay bar; it's mm-hmm. a bear gay bar. Okay, see, <laughs> you were telling me that it was a gay bar, and you didn't tell me that it was a a bear bar, and that that uh, I didn't know there was such a thing, honestly. Um, when you were saying gay bar, I was just assuming the gay well, the gay bar that I, I picture in my mind is the sort of like everybody gay bar. You know, they got gay men, they got gay women, they got the twinks, they got the bears, they got the really butch uh, women, you know, they got uh, all LGBTQ folks in there. But this one specifically is for gay men, or not gay men, but uh, bears. Gay men and bear gay men yes mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a lot of big hairy dudes coming in and out and i'm just like you know what to be honest and this place gets way more business than what the bar was before that like they there's people there now like there are people there all day there are people mm-hmm. there all night like they're just they're never they're never slow they're never not and, and I don't mind it too much, to be honest. The last place, yeah, it was shut down a lot of days when they were open. They were doing, like, some EDM stuff, and it was mm-hmm. just super loud. And, like, the uh, second floor of the place is all just rooftop, like, just open air. Okay. So they used to blast music into the open air, and all the apartment buildings around it, we would just call the police because we were just, you know, we were just so over it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this place, busy all the time. No noise issues. Hmm. So, welcome, gay men, and welcome to welcome bears to the neighborhood. Never thought I would uh, be happy about bears coming to my neighborhood because I'm a Packers fan and I hate the bears. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that's the same type of bears. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not entirely certain that the uh, that the Bears team is made entirely of uh, hairy, big gay men. Um, I could be wrong though. I'm not a sports guy, so I yeah, could, it could, I could be. I could, could be, be very well wrong. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised that you say that it's it's bumping because uh, I would yeah. think that there wouldn't be enough business. Um, it's bumping and it's brand bro. They just opened last week. Uh huh. And it's bumping nonstop. Like I don't maybe they're getting their adverts out to the right people or yeah, whatever. It but be. it's just it's it's interesting. Uh, you usually don't see a brand new place, a brand new bar like that, and they're not in a bar district, so to speak. Like, yeah. I get it if you're surrounded by a bunch of other bars. Yeah, you'll get a lot of people into your place just to check it out. But this place is really on an island by itself. So it's kind of in a residential area, is yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Residential area, right across the street from it, is a huge Blue Cross and Blue Shield administration building. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next closest building to it is a fucking um, morning bakery. Now, it makes me wonder how, those, uh, how the businesses next to it feel about that because you know sometimes businesses get real uppity and i don't mean uh i don't mean just the owners about it but i mean sometimes it's a uh it's um like an advertising thing you know you can't you can't be like come down to the bakery right next to the super intense gay bar um you know? i don't know man i mean you know i don't i'm well, not yeah, I'm saying like leather daddies walk in the place like yeah they're just bigger dudes that are dressed regular like Okay. Right. It seems it seems pretty tame okay, from what so I've seen. That's cool. I can dig it. I mean, so, I, I don't really my, care. My if window it's... has a straight view into that uh, 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 rooftop mm. area. I mean, I don't really care if it's uh, a bunch of leather daddies either. Not that. Well, know, I just matter. don't. Just yeah, it's... I don't want to see foul. Like, I, you know what? I, look, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck if they're doing foul shit over there or not. As long as they just do it quietly. 
I'll bet they're going to do it. <laughs> Noise is my main concern. I'm waiting for you to tell me the story uh, coming up, obviously. They just opened, so you got to give them some time, but I'm waiting to hear the story of uh, the orgy that you saw on the roof. <laughs> uh, if nothing else, I mean, it would make for fun viewing, and I'm not even saying that you'll have to, like, masturbate or get hard or find it sexually attractive, but that would be entertaining Nah, bro, I just itself. put that shit on Worldstar, man. Yeah, well, that's like, what I mean. Worldstar. That would be... I didn't know Worldstar was still a thing, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, jeezy it peasy. Um, <laughs> that's like the beginning of the internet. I remember World Star, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's something that shit. I would watch. I'd be like, what the fuck is going out there? And I'd open up the window and take a look, and I'd be like, well, look at them go. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie, man. I um. Make a plate of spaghetti, watch it, dinner in a theater show. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad I'm far away from it, far enough away from it. I don't have to deal with the smell. But uh, (laughs) last year, during Pride Mm -hmm. Month, I worked our, my, the nightclub that I worked security at had the official, like, Pride Month, like, or Pride celebration, whatever, uh, uh, after party. I remember you telling me that. And, um, I usually am, you know, nestled comfortably inside my VIP. I don't roam around the club too much. I'm either mm-hmm. on, in VIP or I'm on the stage, mm-hmm. working the VIP table on the stage behind the DJ. Mm-hmm. And um, this one day, actually, you know what? This one day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to roam. Hey, dude, take over my VIP tables, make some money in there. And I'm just going to roam around tonight and just see, see what kind of strange shit is happening out here. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I just wanted to be free to roam because there were like a ton of like super hot trans chicks there that night. Mm, like, pretty fucking, good. That's a pretty good reason to roam. Yeah, like I I knew that I I I went to Rome on the chance that they would be there, and man, they showed up. It was some bad <laughs> hoes out there, man. Good deal. But um, in the midst of all that shit, you still had all the the super hairy, sweaty men. Typically in our club, we don't allow people to go shirtless. You have to keep your shirt on. Okay. We don't care what your abs look like. Shirt stays on. Right. Gay night or the end of the pride night. No. Well, yeah. All the shirts off. So I'm I'm going through the crowd and it's just party. It smells like a fucking. It smells like the weight room, man. It's just (laughs) sweat and just gross men 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 smell man smell. Like, yeah. just going through the crowd, it was man-smelling. It was just gross and sweaty, and I'm just like, I'm going to have to take my suit coat into the dry cleaners after this. Like, <laughs> there was no saving that thing. I, I breezed it, and I'm like, nope, can still smell it. Hasn't sent smelled it the, the same since, huh? I sent it to the dry cleaners. It's been yeah. good since I sent it in for to the cleaners, but... Yeah. Man, still, that was you, a mistake. You, I should have stayed in VIP. You still pulling through all that. off of it. The, the bare guys out there, I, ugh, no... <laughs> So yeah. I'm, I mean, look, do y'all do what y'all do? I just don't want to be close enough to smell the man stank. The man stank. Oh, that's a fair. That's a fair. Ooh. I mean, that's a fair assessment. I don't even like it when I can smell my stink, um, yeah. let alone anybody else's. So and all I'm doing for Pride Month is working the Pride Month events at my club mm-hmm. this year. I'm not going. I don't. I don't get up early to go to parades and shit. Like I don't I, do that. I sleep in. You know, I don't know that we have a local parade where I am. Um, we might. I have no idea. I know we have a Pride event. It's held at a small venue in our downtown area. And our downtown area, mind you, where I live is like four buildings. Um, so it's it's a pretty small area. But uh, there's, a, there's a band shell there, um, you know, like an outdoor amphitheater. And... They usually have events, you know, singers and a couple drag shows and stuff like that. Then they serve up beer and, you know, basic foods. Uh, a lot of advertisers come out, like a lot of local businesses will come out to support, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's it's really not that big of an event. I would wager that there's maybe 200 people in attendance, but mm. it's I, I live in a small nowhere town, so I'm not going to yeah. go to that. I've gone to it before and it's mm-hmm. it's pleasantly fine uh it's interesting how many people uh you know when you go there i go oh shit i'm like i didn't realize that you would come to this thing or that you were a part of this and obviously i go because my girlfriend is uh transgender but and you know i like trans women and i support trans women i I support all lgbtq people for sure but i have a specific 
um like for the t portion of that i guess that would be how i'm putting it but uh you and everybody else listening to this thing yeah well i would hope so (laughs) um if not you're probably in the wrong podcast this is the time where i tell you that if you're really not into trans women uh probably the wrong thing to listen to not that not that you're not welcome to listen to it but that's what we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about a lot of dicks and a lot of chicks that have those dicks um that's you know, kind of how all, we roll um, around here this leads to a larger question though yeah you know for you personally and then for a lot of the guys that are listening mm-hmm. do you consider yourself a part of the lgbtq uh, community oh see that's like a when tough you go question. to these events are you going like yeah okay this is a part of my community i'm a part of this or no i consider myself a straight male and i'm just an ally that's showing up well, see, that's that's the kicker. So I consider that's a that's a good question, and that's a question mm-hmm. I've pondered, and not really something that I've come to an answer for. The trans people that I talk to say that we are not part of the LGBTQ portion of that. We fall into the ally section. We fall into the A section of that. Um, you know, I do consider myself a straight male, as I like trans women. Um, but I'm also exclusively attracted to trans women, uh, sexually attracted to trans women, you know, cisgendered women. I see them, I go, oh, they're pretty, they're hot and whatever. But if I know that they're cisgendered or if I know that they have a vagina, we're not playing that game. Uh, I'm not sorry. Can't have sex with you. Not going to get a boner, that kind of shit. Um, so part of me would like to consider myself part of that community, the LGBTQ community somewhere attached to the T is the trans attracted men. Um, at the same time though, I don't really think it's our place to say, you know, it's, we're not going to be, we're not nearly as, uh, ostracized as, you know, trans women are, or gay men are that kind of thing, because we can sort of, we can really play it down and be like, Oh, you know, I, I thought she was a girl with a pussy or I, I just like girls. And, that kind of thing. And, you know, I think that's kind of sleazy because I wouldn't say that. And I think that it's, there's a lot of pride to be had in saying, you know, I like trans women and that's okay. Um, I don't think that technically we're part of the LGBTQ, even though I, I wish that we could be a part of them, you know, a strong ally support, but I don't mind helping from the, from the sidelines either. I don't mind being an ally. I don't mind being there for them and saying, you know, I'm here to support you in your event, uh, if that makes any amount of sense. Well, I think a lot of it has less to do with, I think a lot of it has less to do with how the LGBT community views us and more with how the public views us. Uh So according to the public, we are gay men because we, because the public, they see trans women as men. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, to be honest, I think, like, I, I would never, I would never say, oh well, I can't, I'm not a part of this community because you guys don't think I can be, or you are the gatekeeper to me being a part of this. Like, mm-hmm. no, there's shit that trans guys go through or trans attracted males go through, but it's more like, uh, you know, hey, we still got the fam. A lot of, I mean, you're in a very lucky situation, but like I've talked before mm-hmm. about before on this podcast, a lot of men who are attracted to trans women still have those issues with family that oh sure you know bisexual people have or Mm -hmm. i mean trans people they probably have they easily have it the toughest out of the whole fucking alphabet Mm -hmm. acronym that we spit out Mm -hmm. easily but this isn't a fucking dick measuring contest in terms of who has it worse it's do you have it bad at all are you are you struggling with this at all period because of how society views you okay well come on in we'll support you yeah yeah I so mean, i think I definitely, that's I, being exclusionary about that shit is really not cool well i i, I agree i agree with you 100 percent on that you know and that uh trans attracted men can go through a lot of shit especially coming out to their family friends you know finding a community of guys to speak to you know that's partially the reason why you and i created this podcast was because um you know, you and I met each other, Chris, and then we realized that there's like nobody else and nobody talking about it. And we're mm-hmm. like, we need to, somebody needs to step up and talk about these things and be honest that 
we're not in i'm not saying that we are uh we don't we definitely don't have the shit end of the stick um like no. you're you're absolutely right but we are in the same boat we are in this together sort dude of i'm deal. looking at alienating my whole family yeah yeah if and i was like hey this is my girlfriend she's transgender and this this and that bro both yep. sides of my family like yep. nobody showing up to my wedding like yeah, when well, I say what I mean, alienating like childhood friends, like we th- there's some shit at stake for guys that are that who date slash marry transgender women who come from a lot of, you know, the American experience. Yeah, well, with the Christianity and all that bullshit. Well, I was gonna say you've got it extra tough because you have a traditional Christian black family. Um, yeah, the black part of that does matter. Yeah, and I was going to say, we've, we've talked about how that... We tend to be a lot more it. conservative. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually going to be a topic for another time that we want to mm-hmm. get into. Um, because it's it's such a deep, interesting topic that, you know, I didn't even know anything about. Um, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. I think we're all in the same boat. And, you know, our our ship is attached to the trans women in that we are attracted to trans women in that we have no choice that we are attracted to trans women. You know, I didn't wake up one day and go, you know what? I think this is, this is going to be the right path to choose. It just happened. Um, it just, it just happened. So yes, I, I think it would be good to be part of that community. I, I honestly, I would rather us just be tied in with the T portion of it for mm-hmm. uh, transgender slash trans attracted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, curious as to know, uh, curious as uh, la 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 la, if I could word today, that'd be awesome. If I could word <laughs> any day, I get on here and I always trip over my own tongue. It's um, all right, man. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we you are know, my, doing my, this live, everybody. We're doing, yeah, we're we live. are. This is always live, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my brain is always moving 10 minutes faster than my fucking face does. Um, yeah, you know. Long story short is I agree. I think that we should be, I would like to be part of that. I think that we should be part of that. Um, but even if we're not, it's important for us to go out and support these things when we can uh, get out there, show our support, do our thing. I'm actually going to be out of town during my town's uh, pride event. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. be around to uh, go to it. But if I was in town, I would, I would absolutely go to it. It's a, it's a fun event. Even if it's small, you know, it's, show support in the local small communities as well as the big communities, you know? Now, um, this, so the, the makeup artist, the gay, the, this guy named Jeray's makeup artist, he's gay. He works at my job. And, um, he, we were talking about like pride fest, like which ones were like the really big ones to hit. Yeah. And I mean, he was seriously saying like Denver, he, he, he like seriously, he rated Denver as like the fourth best one in the country. Really? he travels during june he travels to all the big ones around the country like he he does not stay in denver and only experiences denver he's in la goes to new york goes to san fran and um what was it um i believe it's new york uh abc abc is broadcasting the new york pride parade oh really yeah that's cool when is so that's the first time like a major network is like hey we're going to show hope, this. I hope their mosaic sensors are ready. <laughs> um, well, he was telling me New York is different. Like he, he said, there's no way they could do the one in LA because LA is way more adult themed and it just wouldn't be safe for the kids. But he was saying he, from what he was telling me, the New York one is, is pretty good. It well, should pretty be pretty cool. safe for that in terms well, of the official floats and everything. Well, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that ABC is, uh, broadcasting that that's pretty cool. Yeah, shout out to Disney for that shit, man. Yep, good on them. Well, Disney's kind of stepping up with the LGBT yeah. theme stuff, so they're uh, like even though they're, they're a large corporation, they like really are on top of their social justice issues. Yeah, that's true. They're getting on board, so they they're they're heading in the right direction. I don't know everything about Disney. I don't know everything about their history. I know they have some blemishes of racism and stuff like that in there, but. <laughs> Or it's, that, it's all, what's his name? Fucking who? Who's the guy that started Disney? Would it be Walt Disney? There you go. Sorry. 
Yeah. I'm like, is that a, I'm like, is that a trick question? And shit. He hated Jews for well, some what, reason. That's what people say, but I've heard that there's really no proof of that. Um, I, I think know. I think that might just be a rumor. Anyway, the point is, uh, <laughs> without speculating on Disney, because that's not actually what we're here for, it's good to see a company head in the right direction regardless of where they started. Mm-hmm. You know, even if Hobby Lobby tomorrow said, you know, what, we're going to give women contraceptives and we're all about accepting LGBTQ uh, peoples, I would say, good on you, Hobby Lobby. Way to finally move into fucking, you know, the 21st century. Um, so I, I know I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna begrudge what they are if they're moving in the right, they're oh, moving sure. in the right direction. So. It just made me think of uh, <laughs> rainbow colored Chick-fil-A uh, patties. Oh man, that would be <laughs> disgusting. Um, did I, did I tell you about the Chick-fil-A that opened up here? So no. we, had a, we had a Chick-fil-A, we have our first Chick-fil-A open up maybe like a year and a half ago. Okay. Uh, the people in, camp for, out or whatever. Oh yeah. Opening? Oh, it was fucking yeah. nuts for like six months. There was a line around the fucking block for this Chick Fil A. It was blocking the main road, and I'm mm-hmm. like, get the fuck out of the way. Go get your chicken at the Popeyes. Go get your chicken at the Lee's. Go get your chicken at KFC. Mm-hmm. Fuck Can't off. Um, like. I'm like, it's just Chick-fil-A. And I don't even think Chick-fil-A is that good. What? Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't even okay. really like it. And that's before they came out against LGBTQ peoples. Um, I didn't think they were ever that good. I'm like, no, I don't really like Chick-fil-A. Oh, but yeah. Man. Everybody listening, don't hold this against him. He's just mad right now. <laughs> He's just, he, don't, just... he don't really mean it. He just <laughs> mad. So don't, don't judge him. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Take me back. <laughs> um, nah, fuck that. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, I know this is a total aside and has nothing to do with trans people or the Pride uh, Month, but it. but it's I'm entertaining. just like, yeah, sure, yeah. And, but I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, get the fuck out of my way! I got deliveries to make. I, you know, that's what I do for a living is I drive a truck and I make deliveries. And when your mm-hmm. goddamn Chick Fil A is blocking the road, you done pissed me off. Oh um, shit! Yeah, you know, so, um, dude, a Chick Fil A is based in Atlanta. And when oh, okay. I was living in Atlanta, mm-hmm. every day during between twelve and like one thirty, mm-hmm. during the lunch hours, uh, they had Atlanta police out there directing traffic for oh uh, the lunch rush for Chick Fil A. Oh my So Atlanta's God. had Chick Fil A forever, and they still are that and popular. They still, and they still have police out there. And, and, and when they start up, when they open up brand new Chick Fil A's, even in the Atlanta area, shit's crazy. Lines are <laughs> lines long as fuck. Around the block, even though Chick Fil A has been, even there though since you could drive go. like, I don't know, maybe two mile, two three miles away, and you could find another Chick Fil A. People are dumb, man. But and the uh, shit's good. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying all this to explain how good Chick Fil A is, and that Chick Fil A craving you get on Sundays <laughs> when they're not open. You're like, damn, I want some Chick Fil A. Fuck, they're not open. They're not open. <laughs> what um, am I gonna do, Lord Jesus? Uh, baby, baby Jesus. What baby are we Jesus. Do? It's got to be baby Jesus. It can't be <laughs> never adult Jesus. Always baby Jesus. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, one more. I wanted to do one more quick thing about Chick Fil A, and then we're gonna. Then I'm gonna move this shit on no, off of it. This is the Chick Fil A podcast. This is yeah. This is uh, that's right. Hey we guys, have. welcome, welcome to the Chick Fil A podcast. You know, <laughs> I'm Eric. That's my co-host Chris. We're gonna talk about chicken the entire time. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Growing up, when I first saw my first Chick-fil-A, which was in Ohio, I believe, when I was going to Cedar Point, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, cool. Uh, cool that, was my first, that was my first Chick-fil-A that I saw, and I didn't realize it was Chick-fil-A. I thought it was Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> so I literally called it Chick-fil-A for years until someone's like, what the fuck is a Chick-fil-A? And I said, you know, that, that and they're like, do you mean Chick-fil-A? And they're like, is that what it's called? Um, I'm like, for real? But mind you guys, I live in kind of a podunky backwater woods area. Uh, like, as I'm doing this podcast, this is how woods I live in. As I'm doing this podcast, I can actually see a deer in my backyard that came out of the woods just now. Oh, damn. So, yeah, I live in the woods. Uh, so, <laughs> out here in the woods, we've got Chick-fil-A's, not Chick-fil-A's. Um, 
Anyway, moving the fuck on. I'm calling it. I'm calling it on chicken. We're moving on. Got to right. keep. Got to keep going. Let's do Trust it. Trust me. I could probably talk about chicken for longer than I care to admit. Um, <laughs> Chris, we got our first official email question. Oh and shit! Let's go. I would like to read this, and then I would like to answer it. Um, okay. So this comes from a listener by the name of Laurel. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's L-A-R-R-E-L-L. So Laurel is what Mm -hmm. I assume. Um, He said, I enjoy your podcast. And my question is, how do you feel about the difference between bisexuality and pansexuality? Can a man be attracted to a trans woman and still consider himself straight? Or is he at least bisexual? This is something I would love to hear you guys discuss. Keep up the good work Mm. with the podcast. And I look forward to listening to more episodes so uh first of all laurel thank you very much thank you for listening thank you for the question glad that you're out there glad that you're you know uh putting in input and stuff like that so the question is can you date a trans woman and consider yourself straight or are you at least bisexual and what is the difference between bisexuality and pansexuality which is kind of an important topic um to talk about seeing as how it's pride month and that's kind of the theme of things so my first hot take on this is I think you can date trans women and be straight. And the reason I think you can date trans women and be straight is because if you identify as a male and you're dating a trans woman, they identify as female. That to me is a heterosexual relationship. Uh, man, woman, no problem there. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. to me. It, it What you have in your pants does not dictate who you are. Um, and as such, I think you can be absolutely straight and date a trans woman although like you said chris um a lot of times people who aren't attracted to trans women view it differently uh society at large might say that you're bisexual they might even say that you're gay you know Mm -hmm. it's sort of this whole see i hear i hear bisexual i hear gay i hear gay a lot but i think that's more derogatory used i think that's people are like oh you're just a gay you know you're just a fag a queer you know stuff like that and there's just people who are bent out of shape but i think people who genuinely aren't bent out of shape seem to be confused by that and they say bisexual because they say well it's a female body it's a feminine form it's a person who identifies as female but they have a penis and penis is masculine in our culture a penis is masculine in a lot of cultures penis is masculine therefore Mm -hmm. you have some sort of amalgam between the two um i don't think that necessarily makes you bisexual i think you can be bisexual and like trans women. I think there's no issue whatsoever in being bisexual and liking trans women because they're women. But bisexuality to me also means that you're attracted to men. Uh, and when I say men, I mm-hmm. mean, I don't mean trans women who are just starting out. Uh, I consider them trans women all the same. I, I mean, you know, I mean, the bear club across the street from Chris. I mean, you're you're attracted to those guys as well. So if you're sexually attracted to men who identify as men, who act like men in whatever capacity that may be, uh, and you're also attracted to women, and that happens to include trans women, I would say that you're bisexual. Um, As far as pansexuality goes, pansexuality, from my understanding, is you you are attracted to uh, people in general, men, women, and everything in between. You're t- attracted to non-binary people. You're attracted to genderqueer people. Um, that's what pansexuality <laughs> means to me from what so I understand. So you mean all they need are two legs and a heartbeat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, you know what? They could even have one leg or no legs. Heartbeat Heartbeat is probably okay, key Okay, heartbeat. To that. Fair enough. Yep, probably so a warm body. That. Gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> probably want some sort of uh, sexual organs. I mean, that, that that could very well be. I'm sure they're asexual pansexuals, I think. Yeah, I, don't, man, I don't really I know. I don't know. Motherfuckers make up new shit every day. Well, I don't know that it's making it up so much as it is just uh, kind of expanding on things. But So, uh, yeah. Um, making shit up, man. Pansexual wasn't a thing even 10 years ago. I, I, I don't even know. There, there's so many unclear definitions on what people are and whatever else. Explain how you want, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of new shit popping up all the time, and it's just, like, I don't even, I really can't tell you what, like, 100% what the definition of pansexual is. If, oh, if I couldn't tell pansexual you. Pansexual is, because it's so convoluted and new. 
Yeah, well, that's true. And I think, I think you know, you're right about the definitions um, being a problem. We don't really have the language to talk about it. That's just like the, you know, you know, autism. Well, yeah, autism was around, but they just called it something different 20 mm. years ago. You know, it's just new labels all the time. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's just, yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. to answer the man's question, mm-hmm. if you like women, period, you're straight. So if you're or attracted to feminine qualities, if you're a hetero male, a masculine male, mm. and you're attracted to femininity, then you are straight. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to consider yourself a bi or pansexual or whatever. You're just a regular dude. You're just straight. That's what it is. I think most guys that are attracted to trans women consider themselves straight unless uh, unless there are some of the select few that are just attracted to men as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, so, that's I mean, common and... Yeah, it happens. Definitely happens. Um, but I mean, you like like we were talking about before, you will be viewed as gay. Yeah, by which is the rest of the LGBT community. You're not going to be funny because you're not uh, gay at all. You're not going to be bi or anything. They would, you know, all the gay guys are going to be like, oh yeah, he just likes gay guys. Like, they may even try to turn you. I don't know. No, see, I I don't <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think, see, people say you're gay. Like I said, for derogatory, for hurtful reasons. But I don't think that's true because gay men don't fuck trans women. Uh, no, they don't. They don't date them. They don't fuck them. They're not interested in them. Uh, gay men are into men uh, through and through. So it's it's funny that people are like, oh, you're gay. And I'm like, how many gay men do you know that are with trans women? Zero. Zilch. Nobody. No, uh, I've never met a gay guy. I've never met a guy that goes, oh, yeah, I'm gay, but I date T-girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, wouldn't that make you significantly less gay? Um, I mean, at that, that point, you... that would like make them a little bit pansexual or sort or bisexual of bi or, or something. Whatever if they were the gay fuck. and dated yeah. trans women, yeah. But I mean, um, a lot of them view trans women as it, they don't view them as women. It's it's really funny. It's I think it's pretty. Yeah, I'll go this right. I think it's pretty hypocritical. Mm-hmm. A lot of the members of the community that are all about accepting all no matter what you are and all this other stuff but they a lot of them find it very hard to accept transgendered women well as with any community unfortunately there is of course like, infighting it doesn't make any sense yeah no i i agree that it doesn't make any sense but uh um another well, another thanks point thanks for listening dude yeah well i want to i want to <laughs> add one more thing to Laurel's uh question which is you know i like chris was saying if you're if you identify as a man and you like women and you like femininity, you're straight. And that even goes for people like me. And I don't like pussy. I've talked about it before. I don't do pussy. I don't fuck pussy. I don't masturbate to pussy. I have no interest in it. And I still consider myself a straight man, a straight man who doesn't want anything to do with a vagina. And I still consider myself straight. So um, the answer is, I think I think if you're asking Laurel, if you're asking this in the sense of uh, what am I or how should I classify myself, I say fuck it, man. Only you can decide what your sexuality... Only you can decide what label you want to give your sexuality. I don't want to say that you choose your sexuality. You don't. But only you get to be the one that gives it the label that you want to give it. So call yourself whatever the fuck you want is what I'm saying. Just be you, bro. Uh, Just be real. Be you. Enjoy, um, enjoy the beautiful trans women out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that really the moral of the story, Chris? Enjoy the beautiful trans women out there. Yeah, live life. Be confident in yourself, man. You don't have to worry about your identity, so yeah. to speak. I mean, your identity is whatever you make it, to yeah, be honest. The, the problem is we tie sexuality to identity so much in this culture. Uh, it's so yeah. tethered. And it's it's too bad that that is what tethers us instead of instead of other things that make us us. You know what I mean? I mean that can be your sexuality can be uh, a huge identifying factor for people. Mm-hmm. I mean people lose jobs for that shit. I mean we have a whole we have a whole month dedicated to being proud of of your sexuality, and I think that comes from a we need that because it's attached it's attached to identity and we judge people on it and so the whole reason is be proud be real be not judged by 
identity. I don't know. I'm I'm digressing. Um, it's all good. Thanks for listening, Laurel. And yeah, dude, you're straight. <laughs> That's it. Just you're you're a regular guy. There's nothing crazy or different or weird or mutant about you for liking trans women. You're just a dude that likes women, and the women that you like just have to have penises. Like it's that easy. Yep, that is absolutely the truth so do you um, be be a man keep your game up and you know fuck hoes <laughs> speaking of being a man uh keeping your game up mm-hmm. uh chris can toxic masculinity make you appealing or unappealing to trans women uh do you think that a toxic masculinity would turn some girls on would it turn them off uh and what the fuck is toxic masculinity wow i totally didn't sound like I read that off of a, <laughs> off of a script or anything at all, guys. It was definitely not a bullet point for today. Dude, like when I think of toxic masculinity, or at least in the way that, you know, women have defined it for us, because mm-hmm. this is mostly a female term that they invented and whatever f- the fuck I was like. Feminist term, I believe. Yeah, it's some, some bullshit. So... But, I mean, as far as what I understand uh, for a lot of cisgendered women to view toxic masculinity is, you know, the the old school man. Like, you know, men never cry. We're always tough. We're always rough. And, you know, like being a man means being physical, physically strong, you know, being silent, not particularly silent, but, you know, not showing your emotions and, you know, just a lot of, like, the guy culture, like, you know, locker room talk and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Toxic masculinity. And it's just like, you know, I, I envision all the hilarious uh, 80s action stars, you know. Oh, yeah. Like the yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And especially the Rambo. Like, that is, like, tox- like, it's toxic to them. And it's just like, there's nothing about being a man that's toxic. I don't find it to be. Hmm. So I think um, a lot of trans women out there, they want a man's man. They want a manly man. They don't want no punk. Like, they want a man <laughs> that that can protect them, you know, just like cisgender women, whether they want to admit it or not. They want a man that can, can hold it down, that can protect them. Well, I believe, if shit goes sideways, they're looking to their man like, okay, be my protector right now. Yeah. And that's well, I, what you got to do. I believe the view of women, and uh, I may get this quote wrong, but I believe the view of women is, I don't want no scrub. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, guys, men did not write that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so you were talking about how they want the stereotypical masculine and you were saying old school masculinity. Now you, I you... think it attracts a lot of them. Now, a lot of the porn stars that we know mm-hmm. may not fly that way mm-hmm. just because granted, they just have a shit ton of options to be honest. Yeah. And a lot of them are like LA, but you know, a lot of these like, I don't know. I, when I just when I think of trans women, you know, I'm I love the Latinas, love mm-hmm. them, love them to death, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of the Asian chicks, whatever. A lot of them come from traditional backgrounds and families, and it's just like, yeah, the man is the man, and yeah. I'm looking for a man's man. I'm not looking for nobody that's soft out here, or you know, somebody that's, you know, got a bunch of drama and super emotional and all this other junk. Like they just want a regular dude. I want my guy to watch football and be into sports, like mm-hmm. that kind of shit, you know? So I think that, I think that is appealing to a lot of women and there's yeah. definite, definite male qualities. Like, you know, you grow up, Hey, you should know how to change a flat tire mm-hmm. or you should know how to change the oil or do some basic car work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some manly stuff working on machines that, that turns some women on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, and totally I think it works the same that. for trans women. Like, I don't think there's too much difference. Oh, I don't see why what it would be. Trans women and regular women are, or cisgender women are attracted to. Yeah, yeah, I don't see why. Yeah, I don't see why there would be any difference there. And, um, you know, I'm going I'm to take a different, uh, a slightly different take, which is I think toxic masculinity, I think you're right in that it refers to being all man all the time, super masculine, you know, sort of uh uh really rugged kind of beefcakey even if even if that means like you're overweight you're a man you drink beer you sports you work on cars and shit and i think toxic masculinity 
can actually even affect uh, men in a negative light. So I'm going to actually move it. I'm going to move my portion of it slightly away from our trans women attracted to it. And I'm going to ask the question for myself to answer is, is toxic masculinity damaging to men? And I think that it can be in a lot of ways. And I think the, I think the problem is, is that we look at masculinity in one in one spectrum with only one dynamic it's very one dimensional it's it's you have to be this way but the thing is is that like i consider myself fairly masculine i've got pretty good muscles i can lift some stuff i know how to work on a car that kind of thing at least to some extent but mm -hmm. at the same time i don't drink beer i don't watch sports you know i prefer a hard cider to a beer um because it's a little more sour a little sweeter i like that uh, but I don't watch sports. Um, I did do sports in school, but I uh, did different sports. I played lacrosse. I didn't play uh, football or anything like that. But also at the same time, you know, I consider myself masculine. But I, uh, I love me some video games. I play a ton of games all the time. My cat mm -hmm. is on my desk, which is causing all sorts of trouble. Anyway, um, sorry about that, guys. Uh, you know, I play games all the time. I'm into games. I like anime. I like, you know, movies. And, um, you know, I'm going to say that I'm a pretty emotional person. And I don't mean that in the sense that, like, I cry all the time because I rarely cry. But, you know, I do get frustrated and show emotions besides just being stoic and masculine. And I think that that's a problem for a lot of men because I think what it does is it creates a system where you're expected to be one type of masculine as opposed to whatever masculine you are, you, you know, you truly are. And then to tie that back in, um, I think you're right. I think a lot of women do have an attraction to this traditional masculinity, this, this Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone masculinity, where mm -hmm. it's, you know, tough guys and fights and muscles and, I can do this and don't worry, I'm stoic and get this done and I'm going to drink a beer at the end of the day. By golly, fuck my woman and watch football because I'm a man. Yep. Um, they like that shit. Yeah. And I, but not I, just I, that type of guy. They like the bro. The bro? The bro. The bro is that, the worst. That douchey guy that is probably the new age toxic masculinity wrapped up in a, a ball. I hate Those guys bro. never go wanting for women. They always have women. Yeah, the problem is is that they want each other. <laughs> they're just they're just too bro to admit it. They're just like, bro, bro, you're looking so swole, bro. Bro, let's go, let's go find hey, ourselves a look, girl. Man, but really, I can't they're speak like, to that. I'm just saying, like the kinds of dudes that that fall under this toxic masculinity, the guys would be like, oh, no homo, dude, or whatever else. Like they want to seem super straight, so and homo. all this shit. Like they never go wanting for women. They always got chicks. Like, it's I true. was in a frat, man. I didn't seen it. I yeah. seen the shit. Like, none of these guys, the most douchiest bros of the bros, always got chicks. I, I Well, that's, yeah, there's something about the douchebag thing. And, and women like it. I don't know well, why. They like assholes. Do they, though? Do they, or but, are they I mean, expected to like trans women, it? they'll fuck with them, too. You know, that guy that's don't popping bottles at the club, yeah. you know, he's head douche in charge, and... God, I hate those Loving guys. it. Bro. Loving it. She's going to bend right over for him. Oh. <laughs> that's, I'm just, that's what it is. That makes me sad to hear. I can, I can see, I'm view, I'm, when you say that in my head, I'm viewing the bro mm -hmm. in the club with his fucking pink polo shirt, unbuttoned yep. as far as it can be unbuttoned, mm -hmm. his sunglasses on, even though he's in a club, his hat backwards, popping champagne. And yeah, and then I'm envisioning this beautiful trans woman. She walks up to him. She's got tan skin. Mm -hmm. you know, she's got a big, great ass. She's got huge tits. She's like, oh, my gosh. And she turns over, bends over. Her skirt pops up. You see that beautiful bulge just nestled in her thong. <laughs> he's like, bro. He's like, I'm going to hit that, except for he wouldn't because he's no homo, bro. He's, yeah, he's going to hit that on the slide, and yeah. she's going to let him. And the answer is. going to turn around and be hurt. And when I, she knew what it was. And what I got to say is, fuck you, man. Fuck you, Chad. Um, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know his but, name is Chad or Dylan or something like that. Fuck you. Um, that bro who's not as physical, but he's still like the Don Juan. Like, they like yeah. him, but 
the other kind of bro that like the old school ones, the guys that can fight and shit. Uh-huh. Guy, you know, he fucking bulk hooks up on a dude, pushes him away, or you know, like shows his physical dominance. Mm-hmm. Got him. Yeah. He's gonna get. I mean, chicks like that shit. I mean, they can say they don't, but somebody's getting with him. Like all the bad stuff that guys do, I tell people, we wouldn't do it if it didn't work. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like. Is that a social expectation that girls get with that? Is there an actual attraction, but is it a temporary attraction? Or is that just something that most girls are just naturally attracted to? And it's a question of like, you, you, and excuse me while I go nature channel, while I go discovery channel out here in the wilderness, you can see <laughs> different beds. Um, anyway, uh, you see it, you see it in in nature all the time, the machismo of mm-hmm. the male, you know, they peacock around and we use that term too. You know, they say they're peacocking and they're, they're strutting around, they're strutting their stuff and look how whatever I am. And that's, to me, that's more of a, I can get laid with that, but I can't do dick all else with that. And so I think that is, I think you're right in that that's a good way to get a girl for a night but I'm not certain that's a good way to keep a girl for a long time is to be the machismo douche. Um, not to mention the expectation of the bro is to just keep fucking women all the time. So like, you're not going to keep, you're not going to keep a girl that way anyway. So I think the, the bro comes with some problems of his own. No, not to sit, not I'm sitting here as a nerd, um, going like, uh, I think, I think that the bro is, uh, he, he's a troubled person and I really, I feel bad for the bro. No, I don't feel fucking bad for the bro. I feel irritated by the bro. Fuck you, man. I want to see the bulges, not fuck you. Fuck you, Chad. Yeah, fuck you, Chad. <laughs> Dylan, your, your, your bro boyfriend who totally wants that dick. Give him the dick, Chad. Um, and get the fuck out of here. Uh, but... Um, like yeah, so it's that pride night I told you about where I saw all these like bad chicks coming in and yeah, you know, implants looking good, all that shit. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, they were with the dudes with the fucking pop well, not pop collars, but you know, three buttons down, open mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. you know, like they were looking like fucking uh, what's the meathead from one of the meatheads from uh, Jersey Shore and shit. Like, I'm sure his name is Chad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chad, like, yeah. I mean, it is. I was like, okay, well, I mean, look, that's what she into. It is what it is. I mean, he. It seemed like he was he treated her okay at first, then he ended up treating her like shit later on in the night. But yeah, see, that's the thing. Is that's what she I'm saying? Was cool it's a, with it. She it's stayed. Such a, it's such a temporary thing. It's such a. Once you once you flex your muscles and once you bro, it's done. You got nothing else in the hanger. <laughs> but the problem is, is that it does. It holds for a little while. Um, yeah, that attraction holds for for just long enough to be banging some ass. And I mean, come on, guys. I, I know you guys out there. That's all we want to do. We just want to bang some ass. <laughs> just want to bury our face in that beautiful round backside. Um, that's what I want to do. God damn it. I'm going to have to masturbate. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on the pod. I'm kidding. I'm not in the um, dog house in the day. Yeah, that's right. Um, I've gone there. Oh shit. Um, but, uh, that's what I get for waking up for a, from a nap. You know, you wake up and your buddy's like, hello. And it's like, Oh God damn it. Um, but, uh, yeah. Man. So, so yeah, we know I'm, that answer the question. Mm-hmm. I think everything is the exact same with cisgender women as transgender women and mm-hmm. toxic masculinity wins because it's still here even though we've been talking about it for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it wins <clears throat> It wins temporarily. It wins in the short term for sure. You know, we got to put in... Nice guys always finish last. That's, yeah, and you got to put in a lot never more... never changed. That's what, the, that's what I was just going to say is you got to put in a lot more work uh, to be sincere than you do to have to be a douche. Um, yep. so that is, that is absolutely, uh, true. But another part of this is, do you think that it turns some girls off and what do you think about it would turn some girls off and fuck the, fuck the cisgendered girls. Sorry, ladies, if you're listening, sorry, not interested. We're talking about the best girls. We're talking about trans girls. Do you think that any of this would turn, uh, some trans girls off? 
I can't see it turn. Well, yeah, obviously some. There's always some that are going to be yeah. like that. But to be honest, the girls that would be uh, not very attracted to that brand of masculinity, I, I would probably wouldn't even want to talk to them anyways. Mm, you think they, so? They'd huh? probably end up just being some fucking weirdo that I, I wouldn't vibe with in the first place, dude. Mm. Just to be honest. Mm-hmm. So where my where my brain went when I asked the question, my first thought was, is there are there trans girls out there that aren't attracted to this toxic masculinity, this over masculinity, this broness, because it's too much masculinity? And what I mean by that is, does it ever remind trans girls of where they came from of themselves of the masculinity that they have had to shed or that they are desperately trying to shed because you know mm. trans girls are in the unique situation of of being trans of being born one gender and moving to another gender but while they were male i'm certain that they had masculine expectations thrust upon them and that they mm-hmm. uh some of them probably could meet those masculine expectations. Others could not. Would they find that that masculinity in the future to be sort of repugnant, to be sort of echoing their past that they're, that they're long, that they've long since gotten over or long since surpassed in a lot of ways. And that's, that's where my mind went first was can masculinity be too masculine and then turn some people off? Um, Is there that sweet spot of masculinity or is it just like if it's masculine in somebody else it's all good as long as it's not masculine to me mm. well i mean to be honest i think that uh gen- not not future generations i'd say even like 10 years from now uh a lot of these trans girls won't have that experience because they're starting younger and younger that's true you're, you're right <laughs> they won't um, have they won't know that side of what it's like to be a man yeah and i think they'll, so be, they'll more be just as clueless too. as women mm-hmm. yeah that's true <laughs> well then it's and then it also begs the question of how is how is masculinity going to change in the future too you know you brought up how future trans women might not even have that association because it never mm-hmm. it never occurred to them which is is how is masculinity going to tra- change in the future so masculinity back in the 20s was uh a relatively thin fit thin tall guy with a suit who smoked and stuff like that and he looked real suave see um Mm -hmm. but then it changed to more muscly um so think the 80s arnold where arnold wasn't a bro in any of those movies he was just a muscled hard ass and now it's these bros and the bros have muscles, but the bros are really, in a lot of ways, they're sort of effeminate in that, like, the bright colors and the showing off and the dressing and the doing of the hair and stuff like that. I, I consider yeah. that more in line with femininity because I don't fucking dress myself like that and I don't do hey my man, hair. ain't nothing wrong with having some swag. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having up. swag or looking good. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that um, it's it's changed. You know what I mean? It's changed mm-hmm. from from well put together to super muscular to mm-hmm. muscular and put together, uh, but in a in a smaller capacity for each. So not quite the suit and not quite the muscle man. It's mm-hmm. somewhere in between. So how is it going to change in the future? And um, in that sort of and that sort of deal. And it actually also begs the question of, you know, that masculinity is is culturally defined and that the masculinity in America is different than the masculinity overseas. Um, you know, so I specifically oh, yeah. know about Japan and uh, we would consider uh, masculine guys over there to be fairly effeminate. Um they're mm-hmm. they're just really skinny and you know sort of kind of like pretty boys and stuff like that. well okay so like my girlfriend likes to listen to uh bts the korean oh pop my band God, are you fucking kidding me no nah, she went to a concert um, oh 
Anyway, um, uh, I thought she was cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> she, when she listens to this, she's gonna come after you with a knife. I just want you to know. Um, she's, like, I'm banned. I won't get any more hookups. I'm no, done. nothing. <laughs> uh, you're, you've been ostracized pretty much. I don't even know if I could still do the podcast with you. We're gonna have to change it. To oh. just, we're just gonna have to change it to just talking about chicken. Um, but uh, anyway, um, the BTS guys over in Korea are considered super hella hot masculine and handsome while i look at them and i go they're half a step away from being trans themselves so it's a it's a societal thing too and it's it's a it's a question of of how is it changing is it going to change what direction is the wind blowing that kind of shit i think in america's slow to change man if you've seen that, uh, you think you've seen that 2016 voting map? <laughs> you got a, a few blue dots. I and don't the know whole what you, country was I red. Don't, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I think <laughs> we are so up to snuff. We are so with it. Slow to change, please. Um, re- completely ridiculous. But um, yeah. So I think the long and the short of it is, is the traditional toxic masculinity can make you attractive to trans women. It Mm -hmm. can make you attractive to women in general. I think toxic masculinity works for the short term. So if you're looking to hook up with a bunch of different people all the time, a lot of toxic masculinity can do you a world of good in the hookup life in the hookup community. However, having said that, I would not recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it because I don't think it works for the long run and I don't think it works healthy for the long run. And you know me, Chris, I want to promote uh, finding a partner who's transgender. I want to promote dating and and being real and being who you are. And I'm not saying that you're wrong to want to have sex or you're wrong to want to lay, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Um, it. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not trying to to shame anybody for wanting to have sex. I mean, I totally get that, or even for the hookup culture. But I think for the long mm-hmm. run, I think that masculinity is going to serve you poorly. I think it's mm. better. I think it's more in your interest to be genuine and authentic for who you are. I mean, I've had some success that way. Chris, you've had some success being authentic in who you are. And mm-hmm. even though yours ended... Um, you still, what I'm saying is, you still got some girls, even yeah. without being a bro. Oh, for sure. And so it can sure. work, and it's just it might um, take a little extra work, but I recommend it. Actually, I I think I just saw a chink in the armor when it comes to toxic masculinity. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not well, an Asian joke. Typically, by the, way. the bro, the bro, well, I mean, a lot of these guys are in the closet, bro. so they have to uphold their image that they project to their friends. As this alpha male, totally solid bro, solid guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And getting with trans chicks is a threat to that image. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think it would be harmful just a little. Well, I think it it won't help in the way that they'll have to be in the closet, which means the relationship won't last that long because eventually the trans girl's like, okay, I deserve better. I'm out of here. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Either you introduce me to your friends or not. Yeah, and they're and only to be doing honest, I'm in a situation where I don't have a lot of friends in Denver because I'm, I just I'm not from here. Uh-huh. So I didn't really have to introduce her to friends really because I mm-hmm. really don't have too many to be honest. Yeah. yeah, and you mentioned it too is that they'll they they might fuck the trans chicks, but they'll do it on the sly. Um, oh yeah, it'll be on the down low. It'll be that sort of shame portion of it and i'll tell like you this they much slip out the back door with nobody noticing they would <laughs> i thought you were slipping in the back door um, <laughs> but uh slip out the back door to slip into the back door that's right there you go. um but yeah see the thing is, is that all the trans chicks i've met uh that shit won't fly um mm-hmm. the whole like we're just gonna do on down on the down low you know mm-hmm. we're not gonna ever be out in public and whatever that that shit doesn't work for long so like i said yes for not for long but it will work right it'll get you laid a couple times but then Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to have to move on and um the thing is is that i think even after a while if you don't 
you know, if, if if you're just going home with all these chicks, never to be seen again and whatever and that kind of thing, I think mm-hmm. your bros are going to ch- uh, catch on and they're going to be like, bro, what's up with these chicks, bro? Um, oh, yeah. So you're oh, going yeah. to get caught anyway. Somebody, one of them posting a picture of y'all on social media or Instagram and tagging you or some shit like that. Like, it really, it really, like, even just in general, it doesn't take long for especially when you're fucking around with social media, it doesn't take long for people that you love or people that you know to catch on that you're attracted to trans chicks. Yeah. Like my cousin, I liked something off of a Chanel Santini and like, or no, no, I liked this. I liked a picture from this one chick. And then it turned out to be my cousin's ex who he used to date and fuck. Mm -hmm. She was a totally smoking hot trans chick too. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, oh, shit, dude, you like trans chicks, too? That's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he started talking to me a little bit about it. But at that time, I wasn't really prepared to talk with him about it because he's, like, the little, little cousin. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to have conversations like that with him just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally but do that. But I'm just saying, like, a, but a guy I played football with in high school, he was liking a, a picture from Chanel Santini. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I didn't know you. I guess he's into that, too. Yeah, cool. well, you know, we've talked about this before is and that's another reason for the pod, which is there's a lot of us out there. There's a lot more of us guys out there than there than we let on. And that's, you know, one thing that I always encourage with the pod is be open, guys, be real, mm-hmm. you know, be be true about liking trans women. The more we are open and real about liking trans women, I think the better it will be for everybody involved, including the trans women. So for sure, I will say I still do find Dave Chappelle jokes funny. <laughs> so I do, yeah. I do find Dave Chappelle funny. I won't tell any trans chick I'm dating. I won't tell her that up front. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Who's your favorite uh, comedian?" I'll say Richard Pryor or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But my fandom of Dave Chappelle will come out eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's I mean... good. He did about uh. Dude's night out. Yep. I, oh, and, I remember they, it. They had the cross dressers, and he's like, "Fuck this!" A mouth to mouth, and then he got back in. He was just, <laughs> you know. Do you do you think that do you think that Chappelle on the sly likes trans chicks? He talks about them an awful lot. Um, nah. No. Well, I, I I wouldn't think so, but he's old. Like, I, I, I he's old, man. Mm. Like. That's the only reason why I say that is because of his age and the generation and time he came up in. Like mm. that shit wasn't around. Yeah. Like that shit was just starting to come around when I was like in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, transgender people have been around for a long time, but I'm saying they just started hitting TV. Yeah. 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 But in the form of like gimmicky talk shows, like, is it a man or is it a woman? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, that's a man. That's Here with a your man. host. No, no, that gotta be a woman. Here with oh, your host, man. Chad. <laughs> yeah, Chad. Oh, I got it wrong. Oh, Bob's brothers. Oh. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Like, oh, bitch, you gay. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because um, a lot of the trans porn stars that I've watched over the years, like. Their first television appearance was on like Maury or Jenny Jones or like a lot of these gimmicky shows that at the time it was okay for them to just kind of make a my, kind of make fun. Oh yeah, Jerry Springer to make fun of you know transgender people. Yep, they're the punchline in this case. Yep. You know, so actually, yeah, you know what? I saw a Jenny Jones. I'm sorry, I'm going on a really quick tangent. This will be Go really on. quick. I just saw. There was a Jenny Jones episode where this kid, I, I don't remember what the overall topic was, but this kid was like, oh, I just want a regular dad. My dad dresses up, this, this, and that. And, you know, they brought the dad out. Dad, beautiful, badass bitch. Like, mm-hmm. motherfucker was fine as hell. Mm-hmm. No lie. Mm-hmm. S- like, super beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whole crux of the show is to give this cross-dresser, trans woman, whatever, I don't know, if she was living full time or not, whatever, but let's just say trans woman for now, uh, a makeover back into a man. Oh. So they made her over oh. back into a man and the dad that her child would love to see show up at school. Mm-hmm. And Jenny was like, wow, you're a handsome man too. 
Like, why aren't you, like, it was like, why aren't you doing this? You're, you're crazy to be dressing up like a woman when you are such a beautiful man. And it's just like, like I look back at that and I'm just like, whoa, that was TV. Yeah, that was was acceptable. The crowd was clapping and wooing and. To even hear about it. I'm like, wow. You know, I'm like, that's that's terrible. I mean, dude, she was, she was very beautiful. She was fine. Like there, and I don't give very beautiful titles to anybody. No, you like do not. I will tell. I will just say, motherfucker was just okay looking. Yes, you will. And I'm very yeah, but yeah. Sorry, quick tangent. That was just no, like no, that that's... reminded me of just such a crazy, crazy time we were living in. Yeah, shit, shit was nuts back then. Um, yeah, I think Dave Chappelle's fine. I think he's funny. I don't think that he actually is anti-LGBT or anti-trans no. at all. I think he nah. just makes fun of everything. Um, yeah, he will. Yeah, because he's just crazy. But, uh, man, he's classic. But, I mean, uh, a lot of it is through stories with his life, though. Like, with yeah. the stand-up, he's like, oh, yeah. I'm, this my, my wife's gay friend was just sitting there on the couch giving me this shitty look. And I'm like, motherfucker, I pay the bills around here. Like, yeah. I get that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think he embellishes, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but definitely. he's a comedian. Of course he fucking does. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how that's how comedians work. So I don't even know where that began or where it was. His point is, toxic masculinity. <laughs> it might get you some ass. I don't recommend it. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Uh, we're going to... I'd say no, do it if you're in Vegas no, for a no. weekend. Yeah, if you're in there for a weekend, I guess. That's your party. Throw it up. Way to fucking cut out my legs from underneath me, buddy. Um, <laughs> Full party. <laughs> uh, do it. So, um, so yeah. So that's that, that'll pretty much do it for for this episode. Well, big shout out to Lorel for sending us in a question. Uh, yeah. if, any, if any of you guys want to uh, talk to us about anything that's you know trans women related, you want to share a story, you want to ask us questions, you want to talk to us about some chicken, uh, shoot us an email at transtalkformen at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at transtalkformen. There's underscores in between each one of those words, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny because I run the fucking thing and I'm like, ah, uh, underscores? Um... <laughs> But uh, you hit up the Discord channel, guys. Yeah, we got a, a lot of guys in there chatting it, chatting it up about all things transgender, man. Yes, we officially have a Trans Talk for Men Discord server now, um, mm-hmm. which is running all the time. You know, people talking. We've got well over 200 people. Uh, for that invite, send us an email yep. and we will send you out an invite to get into that server. For so sure. until next time, I've been Eric. I'm Chris. Talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening.